Thanks for tuning in to Betting the NFL on the Let's Get Ready Network. On this network, we talk about all the things you love, like movies, TV, sports, fashion, wrestling, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LDR Network. And please leave a rating and review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. What is up, everybody? I'm Caleb Ochoa, also known as NFL Caleb 22, and this is Betting the NFL Super Bowl Odds Edition. Um, I have with me my, my co-host, Derek Weatherly, also known as D. Weezy. What's going on, man? Not much. What's going on with you? How things treating you? Man, I'm I'm ready, man. We we, we done with the preseason. We're, we're already getting some real football, and that's what we're going to talk about. Uh, on on this episode, so, um, some some futures odds. Um, let's get get to that futures odds market. Man, I'm ready. I'm ready to make some money this season. Feeling know, good, you man? can almost smell football season. Hell yeah, yeah. And football season means betting season for me. So you know, I, I'm ready. I'm ready to make some money. I'm ready to make y'all money. And since we're helping y'all out, if you can help us out, um, hit that like button. Subscribe if you haven't already. Um. Also, you can join if you really want to support us. You can join our Patreon uh, and select what tier that fits you. Um, so if you do that, help us out a lot. Um, but we'll, we're, because we're going to be helping y'all win some money all throughout the season. Um, so yeah, we're going to start with go, uh, on this episode. We're going to go over uh, Super Bowl uh, Super Bowl odds, the AFC cha- NFC Championship MVP, Teams of Player of the Year, Rookie of the Year. Um, and a bunch of other stuff uh, as well. Um, lots of different bets you can make, um, in the future market. Uh, so uh, it's a lot of way, different ways, um, you can bet a lot of different ways you can make money. Um, but you know, we're, we're going to go ahead and start with the Super Bowl odds. And I'm going to go with the, uh, the top 10 here. I'm not going to go through all 32. Um, but I'll start with the Buffalo Bills are the favorite to win the Super Bowl at plus 600. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers at plus 750, Kansas City Chiefs at plus 1100, Los Angeles Rams at plus 1100, Green Bay Packers at plus 1200, the Los Angeles Chargers at plus 1400, uh, San Francisco 49ers at plus 1600, the Denver Broncos at uh, plus 1600, uh, Baltimore Ravens at plus 1800, my Dallas Cowboys at plus 2000. And the Cincinnati Bengals at plus two thousand. Um, so before we get to your your pick, Derek, um, what uh, out of that stands out to you? What do you think is too high, or what do you think Vegas or the odds makers uh, you're not agreeing with, or maybe you do really agree with? Uh, before you get bets, just what are your thoughts on that ten top ten? What stands out to you? Um, I hadn't seen anybody that I would say. Uh... Well, I don't know. I see. I don't know if they're uh, the Ravens in the top ten. I, I'm I'm fading the Ravens a little bit. Uh, a team like the 49ers, um, their questions at quarterback. There's 
a lot of uncertainty there, and it's hard to predict how their season might go. Um, but as far as for the most part, I'm not surprised by most of the teams that we see uh, in the top 10. You are talking about that top tier of um, team in the NFL. Um, yeah, uh, I'm like you. I, I thought the biggest um, weird thing I saw was San Francisco 49ers um, in that like top six area. Uh, that, that surprises me considering all the questions they have a quarterback. They just signed Jimmy Garoppolo to a new deal. Um, that tells me they they have big questions of whether Trey Lance is going to be the guy. Um, if they're having uh, that many problems, I don't understand why the odd maker had them that, as that high. Um, I understand they have a, a really pretty good roster, but to 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 have them with those type of odds, I would just stay away. There's too many question marks at the most important position. Uh, I would tell advise most um, betters to just uh, stay away from um, making any type of bet. Um, with, with with the 49ers on that. Um another one uh that has me um uh, low question uh was Bengals uh a little low to me um considering they just won the Super Bowl and I think they have a you know Joe Burrow got a lot of weapons. I think the odd makers would have put pushed them up a little more. So I think betters would wanna um would, would be willing to put a lot of um bets for them to go back. Um but uh, yeah it seemed a little low to me. Um, so those two things stand out to me. Also, uh, I'm not very high on the chargers. I think they got them way high. Um, and a lot of, a lot of these bet, betting odds. Um, I think, yeah, of course, a lot of people have, um, think they're like the sexy pick because, um, all the off season moves they, they made, but, uh, I just don't see it, man. Um, the chargers don't, don't, they don't, they don't make the Super Bowl. I mean, they, they choke a lot in the playoffs and it just hasn't happened. I got, it's kind of like, you know, show me, show me that you can do it. Um, I mean, I mean, I say that same thing with my Cowboys. Um, you know, show, show you got you got to show it um, to to make me uh, want to make that bet. Um, but yeah, that's my thoughts on this top ten. So, Bob, Bob we're gonna get to your uh, your bet on who will win Super Bowl Fifty Seven. What are you putting your money on? Me personally, when it comes to something like futures odds, especially if you're talking about uh, before the season starts or maybe a week or two in the season, you have the majority of the season. There, in most cases, hadn't been a lot of line movement as far as teams moving around. I'm not opposed to taking three or four teams. Um, and given the odds, you know, um, looking at, even if it's a favorite, possibly like the Buffalo Bills, who I think are a definite contender to um, make the AFC championship. And when you're talking about a team that has that caliber of ability, if you can make it to the AFC, if you can make it to your conference championship, you're literally one game away from the Super Bowl. So you're talking about a coin flip in most cases as far as if that team makes it to the Super Bowl. So, you know, a team like Kansas City or Buffalo, um, there's a strong chance that they represent the AFC um, in the Super Bowl. And you got to get to the Super Bowl to win the Super Bowl. Um, Now, to some people, that may be a little bit of a deterrent because they will meet each other in the AFC, in this scenario, they would meet each other in the AFC championship. Um, 
I would fade a team like the Rams to repeat. I don't think they'll be able to do it. The short version, I think they're not built well enough this season as they were last season. Um, But uh, as far as to win it all, um, in my opinion, yeah, you know, the Chargers are a sexy pick. But like you said, you know, they got to show you something until you do something in the playoffs. It's hard to get behind that. And I think I might have to go with a team like the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, that's a plus. Uh, what do you got? I got a plus eleven hundred. Uh, it's about the same, plus one thousand. Okay. Um. Yeah. I, I I've been high on the Broncos all season. Uh, I mean, all off season. I've been um I've been them up whether when we did our AFC West, um, episode. Uh, I, I love this uh this team. Uh, I really, really like the way uh, Russell Wilson plays. Um. They pretty much did it with Peyton Manning later in his career, going to the Super Bowl, um, and like his second year. Uh, and I think this team is more more ready because I think this team has, um, you know, good receivers, good running backs. Um, they have solid defense. I think all they needed last year uh, was a quarterback. Now they got their quarterback. I'm super high on the Broncos. That would be my main bet to win the Super Bowl. Is um, Russell Wilson, you know, just taking over? And really clicking really fast and just hitting it, and you know doing doing good things with the Broncos. Yes, it's a tough AFC conference, but I think they're they're the best of of, of those teams. Um, but you know, um, so I, I would definitely on... take a, uh, take a team like the Broncos before a team like the Cardinals. Yeah, and and I just like the value too. I think for the value that they have, plus sixteen hundred. Um, that's pretty, uh, uh, it's not like so far in the list, but it's still, it's, it's a good enough value for a legit shot. It's not like you're just throwing out, you know, uh, uh, you know, long odds and just hoping something happens like that. You actually have, I think with the Broncos, you have a legitimate shot and you have really good value at, at plus 1600. I think when you have those two, that's, that's really what you want when you're betting is to, you know, make a, you know, big profit and actually have a real, real shot at doing that. And I think with the Broncos, I think you uh, you um, can you hit both of those things. Um, but yeah, we'll, um, so yeah, I got the Broncos at plus sixteen hundred. You got the Chiefs at eleven hundred, and that is our Super Bowl picks. Um, but we'll get to just making it to the the conference championship now. And in the AFC, we got the Bills at plus three hundred, Chiefs at plus five hundred, Chargers at seven fifty, Broncos. At plus eight fifty, the Bengals at plus nine hundred. Um, this one, I yeah, I have the obviously I have the Broncos win the Super Bowl, but I actually have a different bet for this champion uh, for to to represent the AFC to go to the Super Bowl. I would actually take the favorite. I would take the Bills to at least make the uh, make it to the Super Bowl. Uh, I think uh, like I, I stay away from them winning the Super Bowl because every time the team that's favorited to go to the Super Bowl. Usually ne- never wins it. Um, doesn't ha- really happen a lot. Um, but to at least make the Super Bowl, I like them as the favorite at plus three hundred. Yeah, it's not too too much value there, but I, I I can really really see that happen. And you know they're still one of the best teams in the AFC. Um, so I like them at, at the at, at that number. But what do you got? Well, um, interesting. Uh... 
thing that I just noticed. Um, you said, you know, the Bronco, Broncos where you were looking, it was plus 950. Uh, what I have pulled up in front of me, it's actually plus 1200. You know, oh, wow. just a good Thank example you. of how uh, price shopping can potentially find you more value behind a team if you do like that particular team or prop or outcome. Um, you know, I may not personally be behind the Broncos, but like you were just saying, if you feel strongly about, you know, them going to the Super Bowl and potentially winning the Super Bowl, finding that difference in value at another sports book, you might be more inclined to make that um, bet for the uh, to win the AFC championship on the Broncos as well. Uh, but looking over the AFC, a um, couple things. As I said, I I think the Bengals have a chance to make a strong playoff run, but I don't see them making it all the way to the Super Bowl. Um, a team like the Chargers, they have a strong chance. Uh, but I think if I had to pick one, definitely just preseason, you know, I'd have to go with the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. It's – they're a level of team where it's not just necessarily the talent that they have there and the people that they have there, but the coaching staff, um, the ability to use the talent that they have. Uh, it's in a lot of ways forgotten how Andy Reid and his staff, you know, a player like Tyreek Hill, it was what can't we do with him? And you saw they literally tried to figure out what they couldn't do with him because he they he did this. Okay, that worked. He did that. That worked. So they're going to yeah. figure out what their players can do and what they can't do, and they're going to do their best to maximize their players' abilities. So I definitely think a team like Kansas City at plus 600, even though they're, they have the second shortest odds, um, if I was to look at more of a long long shot, uh, Tennessee Titans would be a team I'd investigate where I'm looking. Yeah. It's plus two, uh, 2,000. I think if they do make the playoffs, they have a chance to make a deep run and potentially win the AFC. I agree with that. Um, all right, we'll get to the NFC side of things, which we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, actually the favorite at plus 325. That actually surprised me considering – um, you know, Brady's been out, you know, for like, you know, a couple of weeks. Um, he's having questions about um, what the hell's going on. And obviously he's off the line is pretty uh, banged up right now. So that surprised me that they're the favorites. Uh, Los Angeles Rams um, at plus 450. Uh, Green Bay Packers at plus 500. San Francisco 49ers at plus 700. And Dallas Cowboys at plus 800 to win the NFC. Um I like the Rams uh, um, to to make it back at least. Like I said, this is just to uh, win the the NFC Championship um, to at least get to the Super Bowl. I think they're, you know, a definitely definitely capable team to at least do that. They don't have to win it. Um, You know, because it's the thing of like, oh, there's not back-to-back Super Bowl winners, but they don't necessarily have to win the Super Bowl uh, to win this bet. They just have to get there. And I believe they have a damn good chance to get there considering the NFC itself is not that strong. Um, I, 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 um, I, I do think, um, yeah, like you said, they may not be as strong as a whole team, 
as they were last year. But I think they're, they're they could still, even if they lost a little something, they're still great at, at certain positions, at key positions that st- still keep this uh, uh, Rams team a very, very highly talented team um, and still strong enough to, to get to the Super Bowl. Um, so I, I like them. I like them at the plus 450 number. Um, I don't, like I said, I don't really like the Buccaneers at all. Um, to really do anything in the playoffs, just to really just make it there. Um, nor do I like the Packers or the Niners. So really, yeah, there's mean, a few teams I'm seeing that I'm actually shocked how high up or well, how short of odds they have. Um, the, like you said, the 49ers, they the team I'd have lower yeah. the Green Bay Packers. I mean, honestly, does that team have a wide receiver now? Yeah, um, I agree. Um, uh, and uh, and here, another instance. Uh, apparently, the book I'm looking at um, isn't as high on the Dallas Cowboys uh, plus one thousand. Where I'm looking at, just you know, okay. another instance. You know, price. When you hear people mention like shopping prices for a bet, like it does exist. It you can find a decent amount of variation in some instances. Now it may not always be the case, but it's definitely something worth looking at if you have it available to you. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, and yeah, maybe I'm a homer. I would throw a few bucks on my Cowboys. Just, you know, you know, they can make a run and she's not that tough. So, I mean, you honestly can throw a few bucks on any of these teams. Yeah. And me, I won't say fade Tom Brady. I'm not that bold, but I will say fade the Buccaneers as far as winning the NFC championship. Yeah. So, uh, and yeah, who was your pick? Um, if I had to just go with one team, I honestly think the Eagles, they could make a strong run if they get to the playoffs. Be They've added a lot of pieces. And if these fellas can perform to the top of their abilities that we've seen, in previous years, like AJ Brown, um, it they they could be somebody to mess that uh, to contend with in the playoffs. And the whole trick is getting to the playoffs. You know, you don't have to be the strongest team in the league. You just have to be good enough and make it to the playoffs. You know, as I was mentioning before, where a team like the Tennessee Titans, you know, if they can get into the playoffs, they could cause some serious disruption, and you could potentially see the uh, the Eagles do the same in the NFC. And you got that number at uh, the e- Oh, I believe it was plus nine hundred. Plus nine hundred. Okay. All right. Uh, we'll move on to the MVP of the league. And we'll go with the top 10. And the first off, we'll start with the favorite, uh, Josh Allen at plus 600, Patrick Mahomes at plus 750, Tom Brady at plus 800, Aaron Rodgers at plus 900, Justin Herbert at plus 900, Joe Burrow at plus 1,200, Dak Prescott at 1,300, Matt Stafford at 1,400, Russell Wilson at plus 1,400, and Kyler Murray at plus 2,000. Um, now, um, the, why, why I like, obviously I've been going Broncos. I've been saying no before I like Russell Wilson to, I mean, he's never gotten an MVP vote. I think it's a great story that he hasn't gotten an MVP vote. I think he's, uh, he's going to have a great year. I, I like him at that plus 1400. It's a good value. 
And I think it's a legit shot. If, like I said, if the Broncos have the success, I think they will have. I don't see why Russell Wilson wouldn't be the, the driving force of why they, they have a nice success. And if he does have that success, then um, him not be, hadn't had an MVP yet, I believe that they, they, they'll vote for him. I like Russell Wilson um, to, to win the MVP. Um, looking at things, honestly, with this one, I would potentially look at me personally putting a little bit on ID, even if it was the equal amount on all three, but putting a little bit on the top three, uh, Justin Allen or Josh Allen, Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes. I feel there's a good possibility that the MVP, MVP comes from one of these teams. We're talking about teams that have shown a a bit more stability. Uh, The Chargers would be on the lesser end of that conversation, but even still we've seen them gather personnel, gather talent. Um, You know, Austin Eckler, even though he's had his injuries um, in the past. uh, And they they have to – the thing is that these quarterbacks have to win. They have to be on winning teams. They have to be successful, not just numbers and all that. Exactly. Not the numbers and win. Exactly. If you think the Cincinnati Bengals drop off a little bit this season, you might not want to play a Joe Joe Burrow in the MVP market. Um, Something I touched on last season, um, if you thought the Ravens were going to go deep into the playoffs, you might want to look at playing a Lamar Jackson MVP uh, prop because it would take an MVP-like performance in some in some arguments you could say he was on pace until the injury but that injury showed especially how how much just one specific player could directly affect the team uh yeah uh, and what was your pick um like i said i would hedge this a little bit and put whatever your unit is personally me i just i'd put a unit on the top three josh allen justin herbert and patrick mahomes Okay. Um, Allen being, you know, plus 550, Herbert plus 900, and Mahomes right at 10 to 1 at plus 1,000. Um, you know, the fact that it would be a hedge play, you're still looking at at least 2 to 1, even if the favorite wins, and, you know, well off better odds in the other two plays. All right. We'll move on to Rookie of the Year. And we'll go with the top 10 again with uh, the favorite being Kenny Pickett at plus 700, Drake London at plus 800, Chris Olave at plus 800, Brees Hall at plus 900, Traylon, uh, Traylon Burks at plus 900, George Pickens at plus 1,000, Garrett Wilson plus 1,100, Christian Watson at plus 1,400, James Cook at plus 1,400, and Jahan Dotson at plus 1600. Um, I think uh, a lot of times it does go to the quarterback or the running back. Um, So I I would pick Reese Hall, um, especially uh, for the fact that the quarterback is hurt. I think they're going to rely on their run game a lot. I think he's going to let a lot of opportunity. If he has, if he's as good as he was drafted, he should uh, make big numbers. He has those great numbers and he he pretty much, um, I think he's um, the best pick to win this. Um, I would split it 
with a, a, a guy with a good situation, like I said, winning does factor into a little bit if you're a successful team and you're one of the reasons contributing to that success. I think James Cook could be part of that success with the Bills because um, they'll be winning. They'll be, you know, in the limelight, um, winning a lot of games, having a lot of success. And if James Cook can be contribute to that, I think he has a chance and he has a good value at that plus 1,400 uh, number as well. I like that those two backs to um, – and I would bet on those two backs to win Rookie of the Year. But what do you got? Um, I would – the book I'm looking at has uh, George Pickens and Kenny Pickett as the top two favorites. Okay. Pickens plus 600, Pickett uh, at plus 850. And in line with what you were just saying um, – I feel that the voters and people deciding who the MVP will ultimately be are going to lean to the quarterback position. So in an instance like this, I would naturally fade George Pickens because who's going to be throwing the ball? Kenny Pickett. It's unlikely that Pickett is having a a rookie of the year season and whoever the quarterback is going to be good. That means – uh, unless Trubisky's like is the starter, and he, he I I would not be shocked if Trubisky was out of there, out of the starting position by week three or four. Now I'm not going to say that he doesn't have the chance to have success. They do have some pieces around him, but I would not be shocked if he's out of there by week four. Um, but me personally, I don't like either of those picks, Pickens or Pickett. I just wanted to highlight how, Mm -hmm. you know, as you were saying, the quarterback has a stronger chance of being highlighted in the MVP voting. It's just a natural fact of the situation. Me, I don't personally agree with it, but it's futile arguing with it. It's like the Heisman Trophy in college football. You know it's going to a quarterback or a running back, even though – some of you know our souls might beg for it to go to another position. Um, one uh, somebody I do think is a bit of a that could have a standout season, um, would be maybe a Chris Olave or uh, possibly a Drake London. Yeah, um, I just don't trust your quarterbacks, that's the only reason why I can't go with them. I don't, I don't and, like and I agree with them. that. Uh, in Olave, in Olave's case, um, we could see him being more thrusted into a starting, not necessarily number one position, but depending on how things go, which ultimately might lead to more targets. And um, it's hard to judge the coaching scheme and things that are going down on in New Orleans because – it's not a Sean Payton system, but it's almost wanting to be a clone of a Sean Payton system. Um, now, one name that I do think uh, could potentially be a dark horse is Traylon Burks in Tennessee. Yeah. He I, has, I was looking at that one, too. Yeah, you know, you definitely going to find good odds on him uh, being lower down on the pole or uh, lower down on the board. I'm looking at plus uh, 1,400. You know, no A.J. Brown, a healthy Derrick Henry definitely takes pressure off the run or off the pass game. They have uh, Robert Woods, who, as far as I know, hasn't had any sort of hiccups or injuries that would keep him from starting the season healthy. Um, 
So you got somebody that can take the top off a of defense. You got somebody that's going to make people come to the line and play inside the box. It definitely opens that number two position in the wide receiver core. So there, that could be a name you see later in the season, potentially in top three as far as odds to win offensive rookie. Okay. Um, so what was your final, uh, what was your final bet? You know what? I'm going to ride with the dark horse. I'm going with Trey Lombards. Okay. I got, I get, like I said, got, I'll split between Brees Hall and James Cook. Um, but we'll go next. We'll go deepest of rookie of the year. And we'll start off with the favorite Aiden Hutchinson at plus 450. Trayvon Walker at plus 650. Uh, Quay Walker at plus 800. Kayvon Thibodeau at plus 900. Jermaine Johnson at plus 900. Derek Stingley uh, at plus 900. Sauce Gardner at plus 1100. Devin Lloyd at plus 1100. Jordan Davis at plus 1100. And uh, uh, Nicobe Dean and George Karloftis at plus 2,000. So who do you see winning defense of rookie of the year? I would, if you'd asked me two weeks ago, I would have been more inclined to go with the Kayvon Thibodeau in New York, but given Mm -hmm. that he may not be able to have a full healthy season, I think that works against him because part of, I believe the rookie of the year will be a defensive or secondary or a defensive back or secondary position. Um, mm-hmm. It's a nature of the beast and the direction offenses are going the way defenses have to be built. Um, I believe maybe, you know, a sauce Garner or I, me personally, I would fade, uh, fade Kyle Hamilton. I don't think the system there will show him off to the best of his abilities. He's definitely a top talent coming out of college. So not to say that this player is going to be a bust, but I don't think it will work out in such a way that he's set up to potentially win defensive rookie of the year. Um, So, yes, um, you know, yeah, I think I might just have to stick with Sauce Gardner. Like I said, if you'd asked me two weeks ago, my pick would have probably been Thibodeau plus 900. I think it's fairly good. Um, Adrian Hutchinson is the favorite. But, you know, there's a lot of questions. This is de- I think the defensive rookie of the year is definitely a market. You could potentially wait a week or two into the season before making a pick and see yeah. how things are shaking out, who's coming out of the gates firing because – even if there is some movement on some of these lines, you know, I'm seeing a lot of, you know, 10 to 1, 12 to 1, 14 to 1. So, you know, you'll still be able to get good value on these players even a week or two into the season. Definitely. Yeah, uh, my thoughts, I, I just think um, sometimes a clear, obvious pick is just the best bet. And I think it's Aiden Hudson. I think yeah, he's a favorite for a reason. Um at least so far, what you've seen in uh, training camp and um, preseason, I think he looks like the real deal. I think he is going to uh, be what they dropped him to be. Um, he looks good, man. Um, I think he'll uh, he'll get a lot of sacks and uh, he'll, he'll he'll prove that he, you know, he'll, he'll win the win rookie of the year. Um, that would be my bet. And sometimes, yeah, just sometimes a boring bet is a good bet. And I think in this case, that that that's definitely the situation here. 
Um, but yeah, that, that's my that, that my that's our best defense rookie here. Uh, we'll move on to defense of uh, defense MB, uh, defense player of the year, um, and we'll go with uh, the favorite as Miles Garrett is the favorite at plus seven hundred. Michael Parsons is tied uh, for the favorite at plus seven hundred. And TJ Watt at uh, plus seven fifty, Nick Bosa at plus eight hundred, Aaron Donald at plus eight hundred, Chase Young at plus twenty two hundred, Max Crosby at twenty uh, five hundred, Rashawn Gary at plus twenty five hundred, Darius Leonard at plus uh, twenty eight hundred, and Derwin James at plus thirty three hundred. So, who is your uh, who are you putting your money on to win defensive MVP? Well, right off the bat, a couple people that I think I would fade would be Chase Young. He's starting in season on the pup list, which means, Mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken, he's guaranteed to miss the first four games of the season. I would – Joey Bosa is one that you could look at. uh, I think having Khalil Mack there will allow to – for them to pair, pair them off of each other, you know, taking pressure off of one side of the field because the other is on the opposite side. Um, it's hard to it's hard to go away from a player like Aaron Donald, who's by all accounts hasn't lost a step, is still in practice swinging helmets at people and looks just as hungry as ever, even though he's got a Super Bowl ring. So I'm not sure how you bet against that man. I'd be a little wary of putting money on Parsons, um, just it being the second year. Now, me personally, you know, I'm not somebody that's followed the Cowboys. Uh, you've probably clearly, you know, seen more film and things like that than me. So I'm not not here to say that, you know, it would be a bad play. It's just me personally. Not what I'm seeing. Um, but, you know, as you said earlier, there's a reason players are – have the odds that they are and if people if they're at the top of the list there's a reason for it so you know where i'm looking they have tj watt plus 800 michael parsons plus 800 miles mm-hmm. garrett plus 900 basically a three-way tie right there aaron donald right behind him at 10 to 1 um i think nick bosa uh in san francisco he's somebody else that could get a lot of look uh, on a pl- on in the MVP department for defensive MVP, um, if he can put together a, a healthy season, you know he's definitely proven he can perform uh, in a league leading fashion. Whether it be sacks or the edge rush performance in general, um, as far as far as a one single pick, you know. The fact that I can get him at a bit of a higher odds than the others, I got to go with Aaron Donald. All right. Um, yeah, I think it's obvious. I think I'm going I'm to go with Michael Parsons. Um, oh, I wonder I mean, why. It's not because of that. This dude is, I mean, if you haven't seen him last year, he was awesome. He was in the running last year, and he was a rookie, and he was in, he's still in the running to win a uh, uh, player of the year. Um, he, 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 this guy's great. This guy is special. I mean, he, he was awesome last year. And he, uh, he's a, has another year under Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn's the biggest reason why why I like, like him to win uh, uh, defensive player of the year because he's under that system. Um, and, and he wasn't even he wasn't even 
um, he was questioning himself last year. He, he didn't. He was just he was guessing. And to know that now he know, he's got this system down and he's got another year under his belt, he's going to be even better than he was. And he was already awesome. So if he can go better than awesome, I don't see how he's not going to win defensive player of the year. Like he's going to be great. He's already looking great um, throughout the whole all training camp, and um, he looks ready to go. He's ready. He's hungry. He's he's going to win. And he um, he's gonna look good. Um, yeah, I mean th- this is this is very obvious to me to uh, have Michael Parsons when um, to uh, put my money on. I have no problem with that. Um, but if I had to pick another one, uh, I'd probably put it on Don- uh, Aaron uh, Donald. Um, yeah, I mean he's won it many times before. Um, he's gonna have a be on a successful team. He's probably gonna be a good reason why they're successful. Um, so uh, I think a lot of sports sports writers who, who vote on this type of uh, on 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 these type of things uh, will like like Parsons a lot. So I I just think um, it, it says something to be a Dallas Cowboy. Just I mean that that does factor into it a little bit. So yeah, there will um, be plenty of writers that don't vote for him because they hate the Cowboys. That, that's true. That's true too. But I mean they they get a lot of notoriety. Um. But uh, yeah, I, I, I like them. I, I like Parsons to win it. So. But that, that got that's all my bets. Um, what what are your uh, what you got any, any other extra bets? Um, yes, actually, something I just pulled up that I wanted to see the book I'm looking at. Um, DJ Moore for the Panthers receiving yards. The book has it priced at eleven right at 1100 yards and I don't have it right in front of me, but I'd like to see an interesting list of wide receivers that have put up a thousand yard season four years in a row as a Panthers fan, you know, we've all Panthers fans have kind of had a feeling for a few years that DJ Moore was a bit of a special wide receiver and you wouldn't think of him having a thousand yard season given the quarterbacks that he's had and just the situation from an offensive standpoint that he's had to deal with. And I think this is a number that could definitely come in. Um, You don't need a player like Baker Mayfield to play at pro bowl or all pro level. DJ Moore has shown if you can get the ball into his hands, he can do plenty with it. He can make, great catches um so i definitely think the over on something like that is a live play another play uh i did have locked in a little while back um as i try and get it pulled up was uh the season sack total for hassan reddick who i believe when i got it was at 11 and a half him joining a defensive line like what they have in Philadelphia, I feel it could help accentuate um, his skills and getting to the quarterback. And double checking, that's actually it was nine and a half. Yes, I definitely feel he's a double digit sack player. Um, mm-hmm. I think he gets that. And another sack total that I already had locked in um, from a little bit earlier in preseason. As I mentioned earlier, when we were talking defensive MVP, uh, MVPs, we had Joey Bosa over 11 and a half sacks. 
this man shown that he's a sack monster and it's just it's a question of if if he stays healthy if he plays 17 games i think over 11 sacks is more than an easy number for him to accomplish all right good stuff man um all right i think that'll wrap up our futures betting um we'll get into the question uh portion of the show if you want your question featured on on the show all you do is put it down in the comments and we will uh answer that for you um but for now i got the question for you um we all know that a home field advantage um you get three points uh, pretty much automatically, you know. Um, that's saying, you know, if on a neutral field, uh, odds makers think the teams are are even, um, at, at the home team will get a three-point a three point advantage. Um, so you might see, like, at a pickup, you might think, oh, the, the odds makers think they're even. No, they actually think the, the, the away team is actually three points better because – the home team automatically gets three points. So with all that said, do you feel that is still the case? you still think home field advantage still gets you the automatic three points? Or do you think home field advantage doesn't really necessarily factor in as much as it once did? Um, or do you think it just um, that's pretty much the same? You It really is just a three-point advantage. Um, how, do you, how do you feel about that? To a certain degree, yes, it does exist, that slight advantage, like you said, um, because it's not just playing in your own, you know, playing on your own floor, playing on your own field, playing in your home stadium. It's you're sleeping in your own bed. You're eating where you want to eat. You're spending time where you want to spend time. You're not having to leave town at the end of the week and go prepare in some city that you've possibly never been before. Um, and you mentioned, you know, neutral sites and I've always found it funny that they refer to, you know, a game like that on a neutral site cause it yeah. doesn't exist. Um, and bookmakers will look at that. Uh, I believe in the near future, I'm not sure if it's this upcoming weekend or the next Florida state is playing LSU in a neutral site in new Orleans. Yeah. What about that is neutral? <laughs> but, again, bookmakers are going to look at things like that. So, yes, if you had a more traditional neutral site, um, you know, that may factor in some. But, yes, it's completely reasonable to believe that home field advantage can still grab you a couple points um, on a spread. And so, yes, something like a pick em, well, you know, that road team is definitely favored slightly more, you know, not by much, but they're saying it's more than a coin toss, even though what you're looking at says even odds for both teams. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, I feel maybe it's a sli- slightly going down. I'm maybe, maybe a point. Um, I just think uh, sometimes it's not as much of a factor as it may, may have once been. Um Considering they, they all these hurry up offenses and how quick they go, and you know the crowd's not as much of a, a factor in it, but it still is a little bit. There is still a couple points there. It's still a swing, um, especially when you think of like a, like I said, if you have like a three point, uh, the road team is like a three point advantage, and then a home team would be like a, what like a six point advantage. Um, 
that's a that's a big swing right there. Um, just to say that, that there's that much of a factor in w- whether it's home or away. Um, and it, honestly, if you go through the records, honestly, home teams haven't been um, have, a, have a lesser record in recent years. Um, I was checking this. Um, I don't have the numbers up in front of me, but I was checking it, and it's actually gone down a little bit on the home home versus away records. Um, I think that that's why I feel like it may have gone slightly down, but obviously it's still an advantage. Um, but yeah, uh, hopefully that that helps y'all out. Um, well, we, uh, I wish y'all luck of uh, winning y'all best this season. And yeah, I'm ready for, uh, like I said, we're ready for some football. But that is our show. Um, yeah, just tell what, uh, where they can all find you at Derek. Yeah, y'all can reach me at Backyard Action Media here on YouTube where I'm dropping betting content on the Major League Baseball right now daily. Um, you can reach out to me at dweatherly90 on Twitter. And you can also sign up at patreon.com slash news to get more uh, betting content from me as I transition into football season as that starts up. And even other things like soccer and basketball, uh, when those seasons are up and going, well, soccer's already going, but, you know, I definitely do uh, offer a variety of handicapping as far as sports. All right. And you can find me at NFLK22 on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me on this channel, doing Good Friends, Better Rivals with Ferris, Dallas Cowboys, and New York Giants Talk. Um, you can find me every Sunday night doing uh, reviews right after the show airs of House of the Dragon. Um, and you can find my articles that go along with this show um, on our website at letsgetreadynetwork.com. So go check out all that stuff. Thank you for watching. And we'll be uh, here next week uh, making our picks for week one. Finally, football is finally here and we ready to make some money and we'll see y'all next week see ya